Good afternoon. Good day, people. I'm back with another episode of Less Chat with Shell Griggs. And this one, I think this one's coming from my soul. Uh, from deep within. That's what I mean. And and uh, so let's go. This one is called Let's Chat. Stop letting people feed you. So I don't know if we all have a shared experience with this, but my mom used to, uh, my, my parents would warn us when we went to other people's houses that we couldn't, we couldn't eat food there. So no matter what they had, it does, does not matter how delicious it looked like certain people. Let me start that sentence again. Doesn't matter how good it looks, no matter what it looked like, they would not allow us to eat food from certain people's houses. And I understand that because I'm a vegetarian now. And a lot of times people don't even have food I can eat anyways. So I'm very cautious about who I allow to serve my food, who I allow to serve my meal. I have a certain sister, Amber. And every time I go over her house, she's like, oh, you want some of this? It's really good, but it's got chicken in it. And I always wait for that hook. I never say anything until she tells me that it has meat in it. And I'm like, the point of vegetarianism is that there's no meat. And she's just like, oh, yeah, well, you can take the meat out. I'm like, how do you take the meat out? It's chili. It's a meat sauce. It's chili. It's a meat sauce. But (laughs) the reason I bring that up, and it's no shade to her, um, I think her heart is in the right place. But the reason I bring that up is because whatever you get from people, whether it's attention, whether it's money, whether it's affection, whether it's validation, um, you're going to continue to need them to give you those things if you don't stop letting them feed you so I'm a person and people think I think a lot of times when people meet me they're they're just like oh man because of my personality and I treat people so good they feel like I'm afraid to lose them so I'll do anything to keep them but my secret to happiness my secret to peace and joy is that I don't let people feed me I can love you. I can love the attention you're giving me. I can love the sweet things you say and do. But I also know how to understand and be like Jesus where he did commit himself to people. People said all kinds of great, excellent things to Jesus. The very same people who were saying Hosanna, Hosanna were saying crucify him just hours later. So Hosanna and crucify him can come out of the same mouth. People can say wonderful things about you today, evil things about you tomorrow. And what that shows you is that person is emotional when they're making either statement. They're driven by their emotions. They're driven by the the situation. When they made those declarations over you, they were just saying them because of how their emotions felt about you at that time. And you will only be affected by it when you allow people to feed you. So I was just thinking about some things that happened in my life. And I was like, you know, I'm I've literally have been thinking about how I'm so unbothered by things that it's almost like I come off nonchalant. 
I can't come off as uncaring when somebody um, somebody does something or, you know, somebody exits stage left in my life. And people are like always amazed that I'm just like over it, O-V-E-R it quickly. And they're always like, well, um, you know, how can, you know, how can you be over it? Because the thing about it is that I was born into this world by myself. I never had a twin. I never had, you know, a triplet or anything like that. Okay. I was born into this world by myself. And I was surrounded by siblings and a good family base. Um, So when I do seek relationships outside of my my immediate family group and or my, you know, the ministry people, it's not my motive for that is is not so that they can replace something I didn't get so they can supplement something I didn't get as a child. Like I don't find friends so that they can make me feel better about myself. If you're doing that, you're a selfish person. Now I'm not saying that you're you're a bad person. I think selfish means that you are this well, selfish means you think only of yourself, but you could also be self-centered, meaning that everything that you do Um, revolves around you. You are at the center of every single thing you do. Um, So you could be a self-centered person and you pick people in your life to validate you. You pick people in your life to fund you. You pick people in in your life to encourage you. And you don't think about the maintenance part on their lives because I'm pretty sure the people that you're picking in your life don't know that you're using them in this way. So sometimes people get friends because they feel like they can compete with that person. They feel like, oh, this, you know, I can't compete with this person over here. So I don't really want to be this person's friend because they got too much stuff going on. But this person over here, yeah, they look kind of like a loser. So if I do better than them and I have a better car and I have a better job than them, then and I get more money and I shop here and they shop there, then I'm better than them. And what you don't realize is that in an instant, um, all of that that stuff can change and you'll be you'll be worse off for it. So, you know, I have a friend who um her name is Mark. I won't say her name, but she came into like millions of dollars overnight. And seemingly overnight. And you know, I know how people are. Like, oh, okay, well that, you know, she came into millions, maybe she can give me she can't give me anything but her friendship. I never needed anything from her before, and I'm not going to start needing anything now. And honestly, she's one of the most deserving people um, because she literally would give anybody the shirt off her back. And so when she came into this money, um, I was happy for her. I was happy for her family. Um, and I was just like, wow, that's amazing. I didn't see that as an opportunity now that I need to, you know, form this deep bond with her so she can give me some money. That type of person is a leech. That type of person is a user. And the only way that you will need to keep a person around um, that has a lot of money or you think that can benefit them is because you're letting them feed you. And just like my mom used to deal with us harshly if we let people feed us that she didn't approve of because she knew some things that we couldn't see. 
God knows people, the nature of people. And that's why Jesus said he didn't. The Bible says Jesus did not commit himself to people because he knew what was in the nature of man. So all these people giving him praises at this time, you got to think about it. How many people will flatter you just to get something? How many people will stick around as your so-called friend just so they can see you, you know, fail or so they can get something out of you? I'm telling you, there are people out here and they are so good at it. They've made their living out of it. They cannot keep close friends. And the reason why is because they are no good inside. They are trash individuals. Every move they make has them at the center of it. So when they do things like, and they say things like, well, you know, uh, I just, you know, I just don't get along with this person anymore. We are adults. Whether you get along with someone or not is not the issue because you are ultimately what you're saying is that in marriage, you'd be like that and your business relationships, you'll be like that and your friendships, you're already like that, you know, with your family, they do something, you cut them off. And I've gotten to a point where there's very few things that a person can do that would make me say, okay, you're out of my life. But there are some things that that can that you can do that I can um, distance myself from you and I can keep you from feeding uh, me. And I don't trust people to feed me because people are a resource that will eventually end. Um, people will get tired of you. People will mistake your motives. People will, you know, lie on you. People will set you up. Given the circumstances, they will lie on you and they will trade trade on you and they'll change on you. But God does not change. Yah is consistent. He is consistent. He's the only thing that that we can rely on. He is the only one we can rely on to never, ever change or switch up on us. So, I mean, we have co-workers. We have, you know, these jobs. We have. Uh, our friends and all these things um and a lot of times we put our stock in these things meaning these things better not ever fail us because if they do we're doomed and so there's this person in my life that was close to me and my biggest beef with this person has always been how much they rely on other people and they always say that they don't like oh i don't need people but they do. They let people feed them. And what I mean by that is if you do something for that person once, then they think that you'll always do it. And when you don't, they get bitter and they get angry and they get vindictive and they'll they'll pay you back for that. And that person, I would always see this behavior and I would be like, you know, this person's going to stay in offense because every single time someone does something for them they think that that's a well that will never run dry what i assume when people do something for me that it's a one-time situation if they do it twice great but never do i assume that that person will be there to do it again because no one is that solid i mean no one can be that solid we're we're not omnipresent like god we can't be in every place at, at you know at once so when we're thinking about who we are, our position in God, when we're thinking about in Yah um, and, and how he blesses us and how he does things for us, he does them in a way that 
everybody knows that he's done it. And when you rely on him and when he, it really is your source, like you people, cause people say God is my source all the time. But what they really mean is that other people are their source and, and God is just a backup because eventually when that person does not meet all of their needs, the way they think that person should meet their needs, they are going to cave and they're going to, they're going to change their confession about somebody else. And now all of a sudden this person is unreliable. Or this person is a liar. This person is this or that because their confession was not over. Um, it wasn't over God. It was over that person. They, their reliance and their trust and their hope and their faith was in that one person. And as I say so often, because men have told me things like, oh, I want you to be my everything. You're going to be my whole world. And I'm like, no, no, bruh, I'm going to be bad at that because I can't even be a thousand percent solid for myself. So how can I be this for you when there's going to be some times where as your wife, because we're talking about wives, we're not talking about girlfriends, all that foolery, but as your wife, as your help me, I'm going to have to respectfully tell you no. Like you're, I'm going to have to submit it in a very submitted way. Tell you no. Like this is, we cannot buy another game system because the kids need shoes. We cannot, you know, make this investment over here because this and that needs to be done. No, I do not feel like this is something that we should do because of this, whatever the case. And so in that case, if I'm just your guest woman, if it, if I'm just the person who's supposed to make you happy and fulfill all of your needs and be your everything, um, there's going to be a problem with that because the moment I have a dissenting opinion, a dissenting desire, a dissenting will, then you're going to force your will upon me. And so I will be in a position where I am stuck with someone who thinks I only exist to fulfill their needs. Why? Because they expect me to feed them. And I got to tell you guys this. You know, uh, India Irie has a song and I love these words. It's in her song, Get It Together. And I believe that's Voyage to India, that CD, but I love this. And the lyrics say, I'd be starving if I ate all the lies they fed. And I love that because it just was so deep for me because I was like, wow, you know, people feed you lies. They feed you empty food, empty calories. They feed you things that will eventually fade away. But God, you know, I was reading in the Bible today where Yah was telling um, the people through Yahusha that um, that he's the bread of life. That Moses didn't give them bread. That it was Yah himself who gave them bread. And it was Yahusha, Jesus, the one, the Messiah, who came to save the world. That he is the bread of life. And that if you eat on him, you'll never, you'll never be hungry again. And so, as I, I was in the shower today, and it was just like this came up to me. It came up in me you have to everyone can't feed you it's how you're getting fed how you're getting your validation how you know people make you feel um people normally say good things about me when they first meet me because they expect me to always be on and they expect me to be this totally happy vibrant person all the time which is is myself 80 percent of the time but there's that 20 there's that 20 though where I may be on my period and I'm experiencing some PMS symptoms. 
I could be going through something. I know uh, when one of my family members died, it took me a long time to get over that because she was young and it was just how the everything went down. And I was really stomped on that. And everybody else was just bopping around cool, but how I processed it was totally different. And I, I was, you know, I was not okay. I had insomnia and I never processed it. I never got a chance to healthy, to be healthy and process that because of my surroundings. And so when I did really process that, I didn't, I didn't want to hang out. Like I just, there was only one person I wanted to be around and it wasn't in my normal circle. And it just, it was you know, all kinds of accusations were thrown my way where as before people were saying different things. But after the situation, the assumption of what my motive was for not wanting to be around was just terrible and negative. And I said to myself like, whoa, so there's no healthy outlet for me to process what I'm going through. And at that point, I had to realize I don't care what man thinks about me. I know who I am in God. And that's a very difficult process because most of us have a bit of people pleasing in us. And depending on how much it is, um, it can be devastating to you. If you have a lot of people pleasing in you, you're going to be, it's going to be a deliverance process. You're going to probably actually have to be delivered. Um, Like, you know, how they do the exorcisms and things like that. You might have to have that part of you exercise, um, exercise because that is not of God. People should not have that much effect on your emotions. And I had this one friend and every single time she would do things just to get a reaction out of people, she would leave, she would storm off and she would cause drama. And the last thing she did was she tried to cause drama on my birthday and I totally ignored her because she deserved to be ignored. Because if you're a grown adult and you can't process your emotions, you know how to express yourself and you don't have the courage to express yourself, then you need to be you need to go through through therapy. You need to learn how to communicate. But one thing you're not going to do is put on a show um, and cause everyone to feed you more emotions, force people to feed you more emotions. I'm not doing it. So in that sense, you know, I cannot be controlled and you shouldn't be able to be controlled either. The only way you can be controlled by a person like that, though, is if that person feeds you, if you get your validation from that person, if you need them to like you. But I'm not I don't need you to like me like I, I'm just not that person. And I think that what a lot of us don't realize is that we have someone else other than God that is feeding us. We are the equivalent of us as children going because it looks appealing like you want the likes on social media. You get this high, this rush when people like your post or, you know, they make you feel good about what you're doing. But what if you're doing something God told you like this podcast and it's not getting a lot of recognition. It's not getting all the likes you want. People are not listening and you're doing what he told you to do, but you're not getting the platform or you're preaching. God told you to preach and only three people show up. And, you know, what happens then? What do you do then? It depends on who's feeding you. If if people's validation, if numbers feed you, if doing what God told you to do, what Yah called you from the beginning of the world to do, um, is dependent on the numbers and the amount of people who show up, you're going to be a terrible leader. And the reason why is because you're so 
dependent on what other people say about you. I don't care what anybody says about me. I need to be able to hear, well done, my good and faithful servant. I need to be able to hear um, my father, the one I love, be able to give me praise because I've done a good and faithful job. I've done it when I didn't feel like it. I've done it when I felt like it. I've done it when the numbers were there. I've done it when the numbers weren't there. I've done it when, you know, I felt like breaking on the inside. I want to be able to hear him say, well done, my good and faithful servant. And we're faithful to a lot of things, but a lot of us are not faithful to him. And the problem with us when we do this, because we're not eating the bread of life, we're not dining on the bread of life. We're not going to the source. We're not going to the word. We're going to each other. Um, the problem with that is that people are, are a limited resource. So that's like if I said, okay, you can have this um, this $100,000 paid out to you for the rest of your life, or you can get this lump sum of $1 million. Most people would take that $1 million just so they could flex. A lot of people, or let's say, because $100,000, that's, that's closer. Let's say you can have this $1 million up front. Or you can take $10,000 increments, uh, let's say per bi-monthly. So maybe $10,000. So maybe like $60,000 a year for the rest of your life. So you know where your income is going to come from with, for the rest of your life. You'll be paying, they'll be paying you the $60,000. You know how many people would take that lump sum? They would take that million dollars, even though there's nothing within a year that you would need to spend a million dollars on there. I mean, if you're living normally, if you're living a regular life, most people would take that million because they're so short sighted and they they feed off of um, something that is a limited resource. They want that limited resource because it's the immediate gratification. It's the thing that gets you the most attention, the most likes and all of that. But at the end of the day, when you're playing with and here's the the thing, because those people who who feed you will eventually get tired of you. Um, They'll they'll be so over you. And um, they'll move on to the next best thing and you'll be that person. Um, And it's kind of it's this is something we can see in society. We see athletes, we see people who uh, win the lottery and then all of a sudden they're broke. They have millions at one point and they're broke. And and then you see that what was in them wasn't enough to sustain what they had. Because they had poverty on the inside. And so they ended up being a poor person all over again. And when you see, because they never took any financial planning, they never took any classes to learn how to manage money or to do do any accounting or anything like that, because they didn't feel like those things were necessary. They felt like what was necessary is having money in my pocket. Um, And as everything else will be good, as long as we have the money in my pocket, we'll be good. But I'm here to tell you guys that money doesn't make one wealthy. Money makes people rich but not wealthy and eventually the source whether it's attention whether it's money whether it's you know shallow friendships all of these things they eventually have an end they have an end and they come to an end and at one point 
you have to say, why am I still letting people feed me? Why do I feel I have to have immediate validation? Um, If I don't get three likes on my photo, on my video, on my whatever, I must be ugly or must be me, you know, or maybe people don't like me. What's wrong with me? And the problem that we have in this society is that we feed off of the lies that are all around us and the social media generation, which I think that social media has become a tool for the enemy to destroy us. And to make us feel like, oh, well, this person is a celebrity and that person is a celebrity. In the body of Christ, there should be no celebrities. There should be no one who feels besides, yeah, (laughs) besides the Messiah himself. And even that he didn't come to be served, but to serve. He made that clear his entire life. So when you really look at some of these people that, you know, everyone idolizes And you realize that their home lives are a mess, that they have, they're struggling with things. You know, you see mega pastors committing suicide. You see, you know, you hate to see it. You literally see so much turmoil going on. And you realize that these people were not even getting their, um, what they need, their sustenance from the source. They were getting their sustenance from what people said about them. And... I remember my mom just having this attitude about herself. Like, I don't care what people think about me. I'm going to tell you the truth, whether you want to hear it or not. I'm going to give you the truth, whether you want to hear it or not, because ultimately the truth will make you free. And that's where we are. So if you stop letting people feed you and you start to get real, real valid um, affirmation affirmation in the word of who you are then your view and how you approach relationships will be more authentic because now you're not approaching relationships just to get another warm body to replace another warm body but now you're like I won't let anyone in my life who who needs me as the source who needs me to to run everything Um, right. You don't want a friend who's constantly depressed. If you're like myself, who I am generally a very joyful person, um, genuinely joyful. And my joy doesn't come from because joy can't be tampered with joy is a bigger force than happiness. Um, it's more powerful. It comes from God. It's a fruit of the spirit. Um, It's something that you learn how to take regardless of what your circumstances and situations are. People see that and they gravitate to that. You can't be someone's light. You can be a a light, but you can't be their only source of light. Think about that. If you have, you're in a room and you keep the light on all day and all night, what's going to happen to that bulb? It's going to burn out. Unless you're tapping into the source of God, unless you're tapping on, you're turning, tapping into the Holy Spirit and you're getting fed, you're getting constantly fed by him. You will not be able to sustain these things. You won't be able to sustain your relationships, your bank accounts, any of these things, because you're tapping into a source that has an end 
you're not tapping into the endless resource. So ultimately, stop letting people feed you. Stop letting human beings give you what you need to go on. Stop. I mean, it's okay to be encouraged here and there. It's okay for people to compliment you. But honestly, like Jesus or Yeshua, or Yahusha, um, like he said, I do not commit myself to these people because I know what's in the nature of men. I know you're going to say good things about me today. And then two weeks down the line, when I have to tell you about yourself and you don't like what I said, then instead of you taking what I said and taking the truth from it and you making the change, you're going to go find fault in me because it's easier to find fault in someone else than to face the reality of who you are. And it's easier to um, allow people to feed you, um, your identity because it's quicker than actually getting into the word the un- the inspired word of truth um and finding out who you are what you just what you mean to Yah, how deeply how passionately he loves you it's easier for other people to tell you that because it's quick and you can hear it and you can replay it in your mind and it's something that that validates you immediately. It's instant gratification. It's nothing to that will last forever. It's just those things. It's like snap stories used to be where they would disappear after a time. That's what that type of gratification is. That's what that kind of food is. So I hope you guys have taken something from this. I know this time went by faster than I thought, but I hope you take this and I hope this is a seed for you to grow on. If you're doing that, stop it. If you're relying on people for everything, you need to stop it. And if you're a person that's giving, giving and giving, stop now while you can. And until next time, let's chat. Thank you.